What's so great about being a Kroger Boost member? Free delivery on the Kroger products you love and more rewards too, like double fuel points on everything you buy. Experience a new level of membership starting as low as $59 a year with Boost by Kroger Plus. Learn more at Kroger.com today. Will somebody please pay that man? This is what you dream of when you're a kid, you know, you really do hitting a homer to, to clinch a playoff. And for it to happen, it's kind of kind of amazing. It really is. That's like the perfect ending. Unbelievable. It's all hail MV free edition of the AJC Braves Report podcast. This is episode five, and this will be a fun one. After a night that Braves fans and Braves themselves will remember for a long time. Uh, had a lot of cool moments in my career, but so far I think that's going to top him right there. But hopefully that's not the last cool one. God, I don't know that I've ever been involved in a game like that. Just the intensity and everything that went on and back and forth. And my God, it was something else. From the press box at Truist Park, I'm Jay Black with AJC Braves beat reporter Gabe Burns and our columnist Michael Cunningham. Freddie Freeman sends Atlanta to the National League Championship Series in back-to-back seasons with a dramatic eighth-inning home run off Josh Hader. Final scores 5-4. to four. And, men, that was quite a night. Yeah, man. Great atmosphere at uh, Truist Park. Um, I liked what Snit said that he didn't even really remember the playoffs last year because there were – know the atmosphere but this this is what it's supposed to be like it was fun yeah i mean it was the loudest i've heard truest park since i mean since this place opened up uh several times tonight just a a really special atmosphere uh, a really crazy game you know obviously the 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 talking point is is freddie winning it there with the homer off hater in the eighth but just a lot a lot to unpack there a lot happened and look this is a franchise that went 19 years without advancing in the postseason and now they you know they've done it back to back years so certainly there's a there's a higher standard around here now and and they're moving forward got a lot to dig into about how we got here but first a reminder that your subscription funds our journalism and this podcast so we thank you for that and if you're not a subscriber go to ajc.com slash battle atl and sign up today you can keep up with the braves during the postseason and get a hank Aaron tribute book unlimited digital access to ajc.com and the e-paper starts at just a dollar a week get this special offer now at ajc.com slash battle atl all right, here's Freddie on what happened against Josh Hader. In those type of situations, like against him uh, in my whole career, I just kind of look location against him. He throws all his heaters up. So was I looking for an O slider up? No. I was just kind of looking up. And, you know, he threw three straight sliders to Dansby. So I just kind of looked up and away in a location, and he threw it there, and I was able to get it. <laughs> sure did. Swinging a drive and going to left center field. And, and, and Gabe, I mean, to me, that one just – truly came out of nowhere because Hayter was just so overpowering against Rosario and Dansby. Yeah, there's nobody better than Hayter. Uh, you know, Snit just called him the best closer in the game, and he is. You know, he hadn't give, given up a homer to a left-handed bat this year. I think he's only given up like what, seven in his career. Um, he's he's a spectacular player. He's, you know, top, top of the elite. And uh, for Freddie to do that in that moment, I mean, that's why he's the MVP, and that's why he's the face of this franchise. Michael, how much did Freddie's price tag go up tonight? <laughs> right. Should have already paid the guy about now, in my opinion. <laughs> but I just want to say that, that uh, how cool would it be to be so good at baseball where he's like 
I wasn't really looking for a slider. I was just looking up. So basically, <laughs> he gets a hanging slider, doesn't see yeah, it coming, and just, wins the game. He's good enough to just look for something up, whatever it is. And like, you think if he's most, even good hitters are like, if they're looking fastball, they're going to blast it. But he said, I'm just looking up, and it's a slider. So he's so good that he can wait that, you know, whatever split second and still drive it opposite field off you know the best close in the game that's just got to be a cool feeling to be that good at baseball that's all i'm saying <laughs> i i wish i wish you just i would like to know what that's like for five minutes just to be able to to have that moment that, that very few do that, that freddie had tonight and and gabe i think the the best stat i saw is uh in josh Hader's career freddie's the only lefty to take him deep twice yeah i mean that's that's Freddie for you. I mean, Craig Council kind of said it was just best versus best, and the Braves' best came out on top. Now to the other big turning point in this game, and if we decide to change the name of this podcast, which which we're still taking um, nominations, one I have now is something to the effect of, this podcast is not reviewable. Braves fans let the umps have it after another bizarre ruling from instant replay at least what it appeared that pop-up in the fourth inning that milwaukee's catcher navarez drops but urias is there for the catch and no apparently you cannot look at that one again i get what they were saying but because it was a foul ball I, you know and there's no runner type placement uh, i don't know that that you know that it, it might not have happened before i mean i get it that that call was unreviewable but the crowd like really got into it and it fired us all up and, and we were able to tie it back up that inning. All right, so that's Travis Darno. Let's let's get to the rule first. And he, here's what it says. An umpire's decision whether a fielder caught a fly ball on a line drive in flight in the outfield before it hits the ground is reviewable. But fly balls or line drives fielded by a defensive player in the infield are not eligible for review. Mike, Michael, I, I get it because you know, if it's on the infield, it may be hard to place the runners or something like that, But but still. <laughs> MLB yeah, got an issue. I'm hearing this place the runner thing. I mean, I, I think the goal should just be to get the call right. Yeah. <laughs> Not really worry so much about placing the runners, but getting the actual play right. Uh, yeah, that was very confusing. The fans were very unhappy. The PA uh, announcer was very confused. Yeah, he said, you know, it's been overturned. But um, and apparently the umpires just had to go to call New York. To check the rule, which, which is not very, know either. which isn't reassuring, but <laughs> yeah, uh, that's one of those weird baseball rules. Gabe, you've seen what 15, 20 bizarre instant replay situations this year alone. Yeah, they've had some weird ones this year. Alec Bohm still hasn't touched home plate. Nope. Um, they they've certainly had some strange things. I mean, what, I mean that's just embarrassing for Major <laughs> League Baseball. I mean, this is obviously it's a huge game, a large large portion of this country's watching it and, and and to have something so stupid unfold i mean ML, mlb just needs to get their stuff together with some of these rules and credit to eddie rosario for getting the two-run single there just a couple of batters later as for the pitching tonight charlie morton gives up two waskari noah gives up the other two but besides that the pin slams the door we always say ben but don't break down there and i feel like we did a pretty good job of working through traffic when we got some guys on and just, you know, never really giving in and um, staying with Travi and the game plan the whole time. That's Will Smith. Michael, I know he's had a very shaky road, but Smith's get all three saves in the series. He did. That's kind of been his deal, right? Like the the bottom line is he gets the saves, but, I mean, let's be honest, against a 
better team, which the Braves will see in this next round. You don't want your cl closer to be having a lot of traffic on the bases like that. Because um, then just even like singles are trouble, you know, when you get the traffic on the bases. So you'd like to see more strikeouts, some pop-ups instead of uh, all this traffic on the bases. But he got it done. So your concern meter for Will Smith has not gone, do gone down any as we head to the NLCS. No, I think I said in the last podcast I'm a three true outcomes kind of guy, and he's not that kind of pitcher, really. No, no, but but Gabe, besides, you know, you know, is not necessarily a regular reliever. You throw him out, they combine to give up zero runs in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, look, Braves pitchers they gave up six runs in this series, and um, I think the Brewers should certainly feel bad, uh, and they do, obviously. Uh, but their hitters should certainly feel bad about the way this unfolded for them. I mean, it, it wasn't from a lack of opportunities. They had plenty of chances. They got guys on, and there was just a lot of whiffing. The strikeouts really piled up. They weren't able to convert with runners in scoring position, and a lot of credit goes to the Braves for that. But also, you know, the Brewers were a team that was built on pitching, and their pitching pretty much lived up to what we expected it to um, throughout the series. But they, they still, I mean, they couldn't come up with the hits where they needed them, and you know, they were 0 for 20 with runners in scoring position before they finally got those two hits when they went out to a 2 to nothing lead. And in the, you know, in the bottom of the inning, they, they've already lost the lead. They did it back-to-back -back innings. So, I mean, credit to the Braves, certainly. And I think that that's the kind of series that can prepare them for what they're going to see from one of these California teams. Yeah, the uh, Giants, I really like the way they play. They put a, a lot of pressure on you, man. You know, not necessarily – I mean, they can hit bombs, but – they don't have to. They'll just you know, keep keep the parade going around the bases, and that can be uh, real trouble for a pitcher who doesn't who isn't sharp that day. And we all know about the Dodgers, and as I don't know, there's rain coming down here. If you're wondering what the, the the sound effect you're hearing is, the blowers are right above us. It's a late night here, and the cleanup crew is 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 knocking the trash <laughs> off the upper deck, and it's coming past the booth that we're barring right confetti? now. So it's a little, it is a little a little distracting as the trash falls on us uh, here on on after. It's a little on the nose. <laughs> They're not podcast fans. No, but but uh, but speaking of of um, of celebrations. All this adds up to uh, another special scene in the Braves clubhouse, and it's led by you-know-who. Of course it was Jock. Of course it was Jock spraying champagne everywhere with a cigar in his mouth, and of course he had his pearls on. Um, yeah, he, he had a lot of fun. and The pure joy, you know, in that clubhouse, um, you know, that's everything we've worked for since February is to get to the playoffs and then keep moving on and moving on. So um, I, I, I don't know if there's really – I could repeat – remember anything it was just we were just so happy in that in, in the locker room and, and Gabe I loved your tweet right after the game I think it kind of sums up how their feeling is um quote as you said this Braves team is an incredible story yeah it is um when you think about this team was eight games back at one point this team lost its best player and best pitcher yeah, it, it, <laughs> and 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 as, and their outfielder spent some time in jail. Yeah, uh, they have had a lot of things go wrong, and they remade their team kind of. They remade their outfield on the fly. Um, they weren't above five hundred until early August, and in this series, they fell behind one zero. I mean, that was a tough loss in game one, um, and it 
of course, it didn't spiral at all. They bounced back. They win three in a row. And resiliency has really been the story for this team. And, and this series was just another example of that with the way that they were able to win. And, you know, it was really – it was a tough situation. They ended up outscoring the Brewers. I, I think it was 12-5. to 5, But the series was closer than that differential would indicate. And I think um, – that's a good perspective to have. The, this is a good story for this team. And, you know, I've written that a few times this year that, especially after Acuna went down, I said, man, winning the division would be a really good accomplishment. But sometimes I get emails from, from readers saying, no, but now what? Like, what are they going to do in the playoffs? And I understand that because they've seen so many great teams here not win at all. They had teams full of Hall of Famers, and they only got the one World Series. So if you're a Braves fan, you're like, division so what we won the division but I don't think you should lose sight of that especially under the circumstances of this year of Acuna going down uh the best pitcher going down um so much went wrong for a long time they couldn't get above 500 so I think I would encourage Brady's fans even though I know that they want more to kind of enjoy what they've got so far I mean they're in the NLCS and I, I wouldn't have thought that when uh Acuna won. I mean the, the team that came out in April World Series contenders the team you saw before the all-star break when Acuna went down, not even a playoff team. The team they have now probably punched above their weight just a little bit, but definitely a, a extremely solid ball club. Yeah, I mean, look, they have the pitching. We talk about this in the postseason every year. I mean, they have they have two really high-level starters, and Ian Anderson is right there with them. I mean, you could certainly say three high-level starters. And that and look, they they won eighty eight games, but when you factor in pace and you look at the, this is a better than an eighty eight win team, um, obviously considering how they started and what the adjustments they made. So you see an eighty eight team against the ninety five win Brewers, but this was you know closer obviously than that. And it would not be twenty twenty one for the Braves without having to overcome some drama again today, like. Jorge Soler's got COVID. Yeah, I mean, I'm sitting in my office and the medical staff came in, you know, a couple hours before the game and, um, you know, said he had tested positive. And I was like, oh, my God. For a second, you're just like, what else can can happen to the Atlanta Braves this year? It seemed like everything that could go wrong had gone wrong, but we kept coming back and coming back. So, Gabe, what does Jorge's diagnosis mean for the NLCS? We'll see. Uh, it's a it's a TBD, um, but... You know, the, the series begins on Saturday. We're not, you know, Snit didn't know how much time he's going to be spending on the I.L. Um, obviously, I mean, they confirmed that he did test positive. So it's just a wait and see. But, that, I mean, that's that's a loss for him. He's been – he was one for 11 in this series. But just the at-bats he has, I mean, he, he was pretty key for this team. Uh, they moved Dansby to lead off. He, he had that double. I mean, he had some. he's had some good moments. But – uh, you know they they're going to need Solaire. They're going to need it. They're, they're going to need all that they have against one of these two teams. Yeah, that 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 means Jock's probably got to start now every game. You lose that potential bat off the bench, even though Rosario sat the bench tonight. Uh, it was able to pinch hit. Going from Solaire to Pache is a bit of a drop, especially offensively. The rule is, as I understand it, though, it's not like a regular injury. Once he has cleared COVID protocols, he can return to the roster no matter when in the series, right? Yeah, that that's correct. And look, Pacha, he doesn't offer you anything offensively. No. So the so the scenario here is he's just a he's just another defensive replacement and he's another guy you have that if you're in a pinch, I mean they're obviously they were running out of guys tonight. Had that game uh, kept going, they were down to Gore and Pache and I mean I mean 
to be honest, Max Freed is probably a better pinch hit <laughs> option than, than either of those guys at this point. So you weren't impressed by Pache's? Got a couple hits in last year's playoffs. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think he was four for 22, I want to yeah. say it was, something like that. So. And he may have had four hits since then. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 been a tough go for him, um, but – Again, he at least he's been he again he played it he played in each game in the NLCS last year. So uh, you do have a guy that he you, he has that experience now, and if it comes to it, you have. Is this the time we bring up Adam Duvall running the bases again, or we just want to forget about that and enjoy the night? <laughs> he got he got got off the hook again because that almost cost him another run. But now let's move on. And for the first time since 2001, the Braves will be able to play for the NL pennant at home. Oh, we're we're super excited. I mean. They both had over 100 wins, um, so I mean they're both they're both great teams. Um, we're looking forward to playing either one of them. Um, it's going to be a hell of a series, uh, a lot of fun. Michael, as we record this, the Dodgers are on the verge of forcing a Game Five. Who should the Braves want? I mean, they should want the Giants, but as I said, that's also tough. Hey man, it's, it's NLCS. Whoever you play is is, is going to be good at this point. Um, I just think the Braves are tired of seeing the Dodgers. They've eliminated them, you know, so many times recently. And the the Dodgers are the Dodgers. They they're always going to have death. You know, they lose one great pitcher and they just eh, we'll just trade for another one. Don't get the go get the Cy Young winner. Yeah, I mean, no big deal. And uh, they're deep in pitching, which they show on last year's NLCS. So I mean, even if you, as we saw with the Braves, even if you get a lead in in a in a series against the Dodgers, they got so much pitching that they they kind of beat you with the attrition, and that's before you even get to their lineup and their stars and, and their defense, which, you know, you got Mookie who does all that. And um, so I think you'd rather you'd rather see the Giants, but, you know, that wouldn't be easy either. If it's L.A., the Braves will have home field advantage, which seems like an oversight because the Dodgers won 18 more games but did not win their division. If it's the Giants, you'll be heading to San Francisco to open on Saturday. Gabe, how does Atlanta stack up against both teams? Yeah, I mean, they're going to be underdogs, obviously. Uh, you know, so They were kind of underdogs here. I saw it back and forth. But, uh, yeah, I mean, both of those teams are really, really deep. Um, the Dodgers are, of course, star-studded. Uh, and the Giants just – I mean, they do so many – when we were out there, um, when you watched them, they just do so many things well. Are you a believer in the Giants? Well, I mean, they won 107 games, so, yeah. But it still seems like nobody you know, keeps waiting for them to fall apart and – well, yeah. they, may, they may not till the World Series. Yeah, I mean, people just kind of kept waiting and thought this was, you know, the, all the talk entering the year was San Diego against L.A. And, I mean, San Diego just completely folded. We saw them out there a couple weeks ago, and they, they had already packed it in. And they're now hiring, so. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, credit to the Giants. Uh, you know, Farhan's really good at his job. Uh, Gabe Kapler is a guy that the Braves and their fans are obviously familiar with. And he's yes. and now he's managing the best team in baseball. So, I mean, look, both of those series are going to be tough. Like Michael said, you're in the NLCS. It's not – you're not drawing the, the Mets or the Phillies here. I mean, this is this is big time now. And if they if they do get to the World Series, then, I mean, Houston and Boston have really good clubs. So it's it's going to be tough. Uh, L.A. clearly has uh, has had a mental edge on this franchise for a while. So for that reason, um, the Braves have won in San Francisco recently. Uh, so for that reason, of course, you would you probably favor um, play, fa- favor playing the Giants, but they would at least have home field if they played L.A. Tonight was a good reminder, though, that the Braves have Freddie Freeman, right? That, that like he's, he's been kind of quiet, and then all of a sudden, bam, oh, yeah. 
I'm the man. The MVP. I'm the MVP. <laughs> do, do you, does Atlanta make any roster changes, or do you think this will be fine for seven-game series? I mean, we'll see. It's going to depend on which team they're playing. Yep. I mean, they're, they're, they're going to make a few adjustments, I'm sure. But, again, we'll see about the Solaire situation and, and how, they, how they want to match up with either team. And a reminder for all your in-depth Braves coverage in the playoffs, you can go to the AJCE paper, get more than just the score with insights and analysis on the Atlanta Braves in our expanded after-the-game pages in your e-paper. That is a subscriber bonus, and you can get that throughout the entire Braves postseason run. And, and men, what did you guys write about? What will we see in the e-paper uh, today? Um, I wrote about Charlie Morton. Honestly, some of that was because of deadline. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think he did He did a good job to keep them in the game. I mean, that, it could have got away from him, right? If Charlie Morton goes out there and he gets rocked first, second inning, now you're in big trouble for him to get into the fourth Um Got charged with a couple of runs. Uh, I think you you take that, especially when the, when the Braves came back and scored right in the bottom of the inning. So Charlie Morton got you even, basically. That's that's good. Yeah, and I just wrote about what kind of what how everything unfolded tonight, what it means, uh, where this franchise is going, and you know what Freddie Freeman has has been able to do. And uh, Mark Bradley also did a nice column on uh, Freddie's big moment. All right, so all that's in the e-paper, AJC.com. And we will have a complete coverage now of the National League Championship Series right after each game right here on the AJC Braves Report Podcast. So, men, enjoyed it, then y'all enjoy your time in the National League Championship Series. Thank you. Good night. What's so great about being a Kroger Boost member? Free delivery on the Kroger products you love and more rewards, too like double fuel points on everything you buy. Experience a new level of membership, starting as low as $59 a year with Boost by Kroger Plus. Learn more at Kroger.com today. When you're looking for leading cardiac treatment, look to Northside Hospital Heart Institute. We lead with five emergency cardiac care centers, so we're here when you need us most. We lead with more than 55 locations in Georgia. That means we're always in the heart of your neighborhood. We lead with clarity because clear direction is better when it comes to understanding every step of your treatment. Northside Hospital Heart Institute. We lead with heart.